everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Coach My World. I am Renee Roberts and I am your therapeutic coach. Thank you guys for your continual support as always. And thank you for continuing to download the podcast. We are making strides. We are climbing. You all are downloading. You are sharing. You are commenting. And I am really elated about that. So thank you guys. Just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I have to take time every episode to thank you guys. It's because of you that Coach My World podcast is is what it is. Yes. And for those of you that have already checked me out at IamReneeRoberts.com, you've booked your sessions, you've booked your consultations. Listen, I am honored to be on your healing journey with you. And for those of you that have not done so as of yet, I know you're thinking about it and I know you're trying to rationalize why you should or why you shouldn't. But how about just let's give it a consult and see how we can fit together to move your life forward. I would love to do that. And if you are not already following me on Facebook and Instagram at I am Renee Roberts, I encourage you to get over to that social media and follow me. And if you're on Facebook, check out the Coach My World Podcast fam Facebook group. Yes, it is a Facebook group for all of you podcasters, a place where we can just discuss the podcast episodes and just dialogue concerning maybe some other topics we would love to hear. That particular group is for you. Yes. And of course, my ultimate goal is for each episode to be a therapeutic time of healing, self-discovery, and forward progress for your life. So let's get our lives moving forward. Now, before we get into the hot topic that you have read, let me check in to see if we've been practicing our gratefulness. And I want to see if it's helped to encourage us to be more positive with our attitudes and um, encourage more positive outlooks on our lives. So I'll ask you, how is that going? How is it going for you? I know for me, I've been very intentional and it is working amazingly in my life. I would love to hear from you concerning that. So if you could just go to social media, drop it in the comments under this particular episode and just say, hey, you know what? That gratefulness thing, it is the junk. It is really helping me. Yes, you know, with some consistency and intentionality, gratefulness is sure to shift that negative thinking and those negative feelings, overall creating a healthier lifespan for you. So don't take it for granted. Be grateful. So now let's get into what you have joined me for for this episode, this hot topic, which I titled Stop Expecting Spousal Behaviors in a Non-Committed Relationship. I am so certain that I have gained some new ears from the title alone and then from my regulars. I know you got your tea. I know you have your beverage. I know you are sitting in that space where you love to listen to Coach My World just do what it does. Yes, and that makes me super happy. So I really just want to use this episode to have more of a conversation with you. I want to come straight from my heart with this one and... um. A little different from the research-based episodes I do for you, but this matter was really on my heart and I really wanted to share it with you in a conversation. So for this conversation, 
I want your ears to be open. I want your hearts to be attentive because this literally has the power to set you free in more ways than one. Uh, I'm, I'm, I just want you to take heed. Just take heed. Okay. You ready? All right. Let's go. Let's go. Now, spousal and non-committed, those are intentional words that I use because this actually targets women and men, okay? Now, you know, I'm a, I, I, I'm, my target audience are black women, but I love generalizing some of the things I discuss because they can go in all sorts of ways. So for this particular one, I'm not just focused on the black woman. I'm focused on every woman. I'm focused on every male, every man, uh, every person that uh, has has experienced this particular aspect of relationship. And um, I want you to understand that not every committed relationship is a legally bound marriage. So I'm not just talking about legally binding marriages. Just because you've lived together for 100 years and you have 20 children (laughs) with this 100-year relationship, this does not automatically entitle you to spousal treatment. All right. I know we feel like it does because we feel like we've invested so much and this is what I deserve. This is what I'm owed. But let me enlighten you a little. Fam, it does not. It does not entitle you to that type of treatment. There are also some lifetime partners that do life together, just like legally married people. Um, but some states consider some states consider it common law, but some states do not consider it common law marriage at all. Right? You are just two different uh, individual. And I'm thinking actually about Judge Judy. Not sure how many of you watched her or or watch her. But um, she gets so turned up, like she gets so frustrated when couples come into her courtroom that are not legally married, but they got they need to split up some assets. They need to they bought a house together and they you know, I put the down payment and I want half of it back. And they literally come to court looking for the law to separate to separate the things in a relationship that chose not to be recognized as a legal entity. So there are some pros for becoming a legal entity. All right. Uh, not saying you have to. But there are some pros to it, especially when you come to your finances and just your assets and and sometimes children if they're involved. Now, that turnt feeling that Judge Judy throws off when she gets frustrated with these couples, I experience the same level of frustration. Oh, my God. When I have to deal with unwed couples and they come sit with me and expect me to perform a miracle based off of the the expectations that are not technically viable for a couple that has not committed to matrimony. I'm not saying matrimony has to be legalized. Please, please, please get that in your hearing. Because I am familiar with other cultures that marry without obtaining a license like we have it here in the United States of America. Yeah. And for some, it could be because of their religious beliefs. Others, it could be because they just feel that their commitment does not have to be governed by the government. And I'm all for that. I have witnessed all those numerous individuals struggle and fighting for things that they really are not owed in the relationship, 
because the type of relationship they desire or dream of doesn't match the type of relationship they actually have. In other words, it doesn't match their reality. And I consider this type of setup an altered reality. Literally, it is a fantasy. I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to dog. I'm just here to give you some insight on this whole, you know, idea of being treated as a wife, being treated as a husband without the commitment. It does not work. You cannot expect husband or wife behaviors from men and women that are not your husbands or wives. And I'm using the phrase husband or wife behavior very loosely, okay, because that can look very different across different couples. But that's another hot topic for another time. I'm not even going to go there right now. Got a lot to say about that, but I won't right now. Okay, but. What I mentioned sounds logical, right? This does like it's, it's making some sense, okay? Right? But listen, people get so entrapped in the idea and fantasy of marriage that they overlook the principal factor in building something so idyllic. And please understand, I'm not referring to a legal status. I keep saying that. When I say married, that's not what I'm referring to. That's not my business. That's that's on y'all. But I am referring to the understanding or commitment level of the couple. To live as a married or matrimonial couple, there are certain principles that must be upheld in the relationship in order for it to be healthy, in order for it to be successful, in order for it to thrive. And one of the biggest, or I would say one of the most important principle factors is commitment. And I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Unless both parties make a commitment and stand by it, someone is going to get severely hurt. If not, they're going to get devastated in that type of com- that type of relationship. The problem is this, though. Remember, we're just having a conversation. I don't have any stats for you. I don't have any uh, pointers or things for you to do. I just want to I just want to talk to you. But here's the problem I've realized is that sometimes it is as blatant as day that the other person is not fully committed. Red flags, red flags, alarms, sirens, you name it. But we get the Wonder Woman or the Superman complex that makes us feel like, you know, I can win them over. I I can wait for them to commit. I can save them. I can help fix them. I can get them right. And as crazy as this may sound to some of us, understand Don't get it twisted. This type of thinking is normalized across so many relationships. Probably even some of the relationships you're familiar with it. You've seen it. You maybe you're in it. I don't know. But this is the this has been normalized. And this type of normalization is leaving so many people relationally impaired, relationally wounded, unfit to be in romantic relationships and it's really saddening because these types of relationships should be able to enhance our lives but we find ourselves so impaired we can't really even fully enjoy it so here's a question for you i want you to think about right now right if there is no marital commitment right why are we expecting certain things that only come along with those types of commitments. 
Why? If there's no marital commitment, you and the person have not made a marital commitment. I didn't say you got legally married. Let's hear me clearly. Let's let's be real about the world we live in today. And please, for all of my religious listeners, don't come at me with the, you know, shacking situation. I am not, I don't care about that. I don't care. People are doing it. Christians are doing it. People are, come, listen, they're loving God and they're living together. All right. They're loving God and they're acting married. So please don't come at me with that. We are having a conversation. But why are we expecting certain things that only come along with that type of commitment? Let's talk about the commitment aspect of it. All right. The whole wifey and hubby nicknames. Oh, it's so cute. That's my wifey. That's my husband. But they come with these wild expectations that are ruining every opportunity to have a healthy partner. Mm. I can hear crickets even through the recording. Right. I want to get into. Uh, let me see. What should I call them? Let's get into some. I, I want to give you a few. Just a couple, actually. Uh, specific behavior types that we need to stop expecting if we are not in a marital commitment with our partners. All right. Simple, right? All right. So for my ladies, I, div- I divide it up for my ladies and for my guys. All right. So for my ladies, I got two for you. For my guys, I got two for you. For my ladies, number one, ha, his money is not your money. Stop expecting that. That is not your husband. That is not your spouse. He is not responsible to take care of you financially or any otherwise, unless that is something that has been committed to in the relationship. That is not, it was his is his, what's yours is yours. He works hard for his money. You work hard for yours, right? We got to get out of this prince and shining armor mentality. Ladies, we have to stop that. Then we're expecting some guy or, or, or woman to come sweep us off our feet and to just make life idyllic for us. No, that's not how this works. It requires a commitment. We have to stop expecting that type of behavior out of our partners as if they owe that to us. It's not. His money is not your money. All right. Number two. I know. I know. I know. He's the, no, he does not have to get your nails done. She does not have to get your hair done. She, that's, not, that's not how this works. Anything that is done in exchange in a relationship, you do it for love. You do it for, you should be doing it for healthy reasons. But when we start make, having expectations and placing demands based on those expectations, as if like that is, there is, no, no, we have to stop it. Second thing, ladies. Having his kids does not make you his wife. (laughs) Come on. I wish I had some tea with me right now. Just because you had his babies, all 20 of them, does not make you his wife. That was a choice, a decision that you two have made and you made these babies. Now you're mother and father, yes, but you are not wifey just because you had babies. And you cannot expect this man or this woman to treat you as if you are, you know, wifey. No, they treat you as you are the children's mother. That's really what you are. All right. Like I said, unless there has been some type of matrimonial commitment between you. 
We have to get, we got to get this right. It's going to save us. It's going to save our soul, our mind, our will, and our emotions. It's going to save us when we start understanding the difference between just being in a relationship and then going deeper and making a matrimonial commitment in a relationship. When we make a matrimonial commitment, then yes, absolutely, there are certain things that are expected of a husband and wife. Um, But those things, once again, have to be discussed. Expectations are not rules. They are not commandments. They are not uh, must-dos. They are literally just expectations. And in order for expectations to be met, they must be discussed. And if you're not in a matrimonial uh, commitment, a match, it, it, listen, these things are not going to fly. And I don't know. You already know this. All right. Uh, let me talk to my guys for a minute. And for my guys, number one, <laughs> I'm going to stir the pot a little bit. But number one, she is not responsible to cook and clean for you. No, sir. No, sir. That is not her responsibility. Just because y'all got the 20 kids, like I said before, does not make her now automatically this housewife. She may be a mother at home taking care of y'all's children, but that's not wifey. You understand what I'm saying? We have to stop, stop, stop with these false expectations. We, we Things that are not applicable. <laughs> children does not equal we married now. No. And we should know this by now. So the whole responsibilities for cooking and cleaning and and this this I call it absurd absurd roles that are placed on a wife, you know, as if cleaning and cooking is her role in the home. Um, guys, no, she does not owe you that. And unless that's something she's committed to. In your matrimonial commitment, because you have been together 100 years and because you have 20 kids and that's how you all want to live. Listen, that's not her responsibility unless it's something that has been agreed upon, not forced upon. And then the second one, I told you I was going to stir the pot. Having kids with her does not make her your property. No, sir. Now, if you want, if you want, uh, first of all, a woman is never property. Let me just throw that out there. And, you know, I got a little triggered just even saying it again. <laughs> it's not, a woman is not property, but that is how uh, this wife, wife role can be interpreted or misinterpreted at times. But um, that woman is not your property. You don't own her. She's not your wife. You have not wedded her. Um She's just your, the kid, the mother of your kids, okay? So the kids have nothing to do with husband and wife. Let's not make these kids or having kids be our um, rationale for thinking that we are husband or wife, all right? Does that make sense? I know, I know, I know, I know. I know you're thinking, you know, because some of y'all are my clients and when y'all get into my sessions, y'all want to come at me about the podcast. You know, like you just going, you start off sweet with us and then you just rake us over. Y'all be so mean to me. Y'all be using some really harsh words. <laughs> but I love it because I know it is really hitting your hearts. And that's really what it's all about. 
But listen, fam, it is so important for you to take time to discover who you are and what path you want your life to take before making such a big commitment. You don't have to be pressured by society. You don't have to be pressured by societal norms and the biological clock ticking. Like, come on, create your own path. Create what it is that you want to see for your life. You know, while you're exploring your life, please don't create a false sense of commitment because of your desires or because of these outside pressures. I encourage you to give that friendship, give that romantic ship, give that date ship. I'm creating those. Yes. Give that companionship a fair chance to evolve and grow into something absolutely beautiful, something absolutely healthy. Don't damage it by trying to live out something that does not even exist yet. Stop prematurely trying to fill the roles of husband and wife start with the art of being friends first and you all know what I feel about friendship I've done a little mini series in the podcast you can go I don't know what episodes they are off my head right now but if you go back and look through all the episodes and it's been recent of recent you can find the friendship series go back and listen to it so you can learn what the value of friendship and how important it is to be friends let friendship be the foundation all right, because it's through found friendship that compatibility is explored. Friendships is is how we learn personalities, uh, and friendships are actually how our expectations are groomed. And here's something I want you to always remember: always remember this. If you are not complete within yourself, please don't think that marriage is going to fill those voids for you. Don't think that be called, being called wifey or being called hubby is going to shift the the breakage or the internal disharmony inside of you. Marriage is, is sacred and it, it has extremely high committal values, but it does not have the power to fill those voids that you have. It does not have the power to heal the, the breakages that you should have been working on prior to saying I do. Don't use marriage as an emotional escape, fam. Stop using it for some mental rescue or some heart repair. And please, 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 I'm going to throw this in there really quick. Don't overrate the sex. You can get that anywhere, anytime. Please don't get married for sex. Please, 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 and please, and thank you. You are worth so much more than settling for a phantom role in a fantasy marriage. Give yourself the grace Give yourself time to understand your authentic self and your authentic needs. I want you to do the work to become a healthier you, fam. I want you to become a healed you, a whole you, so that you can recognize health in your potential partner, which eventually will establish a healthy commitment between you and that particular person. And if you need some help making that discovery, you need some help becoming that healed whole you, I would love for you to I would love for you to contact me so I can join you on your journey of wholeness, all right? You know, I if you talk to any of my clients, listen, we are family. 
So I promise I'm going to have, I'm looking out for your heart, your soul. I promise to help you shift the trajectory of your life in no time. I want to see you thrive. You understand? Not be locked in, like I said, this phantom role or this altered reality. There's so much more I could say, guys, on this. But you know what? I'm going to put a bookmark here. Not even a pause. I'm just going to put a bookmark here. You know, as you know, how many of you got some books that you just got bookmarks? You haven't been back to them in a while. So I didn't want to put a time limit on when I'm going to come back to this. But it's a bookmark. I will come back to this. I just know, I believe this is enough for you to chew on in this particular episode. Yes. Ah, fam, you know, I love you. <laughs> I know. What's love got to do with it? But I do. You know I love you. And I only want to see you living lives that are thriving and full of life. This includes your future or your existing committed relationships. So until next time, fam, I want you to think about something for me. I want you to think about the expectations you have for your current or your existing partnerships. Are your expectations suitable for the commitment level or are they based on a false reality? Think about that. Take time to examine your answers and be prepared to make adjustments where necessary. And once again, if you don't know how to make those adjustments, hit me up. Let's go. Let's get on a journey, even if it's just for that. Because doing this is sure to bring you more clarity, uh, is to make things clearer, take out the ambiguity to how you should move and behave in your romantic relationship, in your partnership, in your companionship. Yes, you got this, fam. I love y'all again so much. Have a great one.